Hey guys, awesome episode today. We got great emails about sexting, moving in, and a slutty boyfriend. Check it out. Enjoy. Share with friends. Welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train Jared Freed coming to you live from Harlem, New York City. We're here every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. I'll say it again. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm coming to your town, Seattle. I'm going to be there this Sunday. Come to the show, Laughs in Seattle. I'm going to be in Cleveland, the 20. Uh, this is Laughs in Seattle. Wait, what are the fucking dates here? No, Laugh Seattle, the 23rd, Cleveland, the 30th. I'm going to be in Rhode Island, the 4th, Miami, the 5th, and then I'm going to be in Chicago, the 7th through 10th. Go to jaredfree.com. Check out all those dates. Bring a crew. They're only great when you come and you guys are fun and excited and it's a fucking party. So get involved with those shows, jaredfree.com. Very excited about today's guest, an OKP, Lisa Traeger. Thank Yay. you for coming back. Hey, thanks for having me. I think that's the longest you've waited to chime in. I know. Since starting this show. I behaved. I for sure behaved. He, being called an OKP, OKP, OKP original almost key player. as good as being called the N-word by a really? black person. <laughs> that, oh, that's my version of the N-word. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> what up, OKP? Well, my favorite is like one specific my okay person. Okay. I just like when Sherrod does it. Sherrod has a way with the N-word. He's the Picasso of the N-word. There's so many variations and fun and every he time he says calls it. And so, yeah. I've been trying to get him on this show forever and we never like... You know, Sherrod is, you know, he, he he's like a ghost. You try to catch, you know, you try to catch him and you can only get him in certain spots and you'll see him at certain hours of the yeah, night. Yeah, he's a maniac <laughs> with not a real uh, normal life, I don't believe. But I've been trying to get him on this show and uh, he uses it in a way that you're like, oh, Sherrod. Yeah, that's how I feel about OKP. It's yeah. so exciting. I love that. So all of you, if you don't know Lisa from the show, if you're new to the show, if you're just getting here... At Glitter Cheese. What's going on? Please come to my shows, you guys. Come to Lisa's shows. I like seeing uh, you guys. They're good audience people. They are. They come. They come come with friends. And listen, we get it. It's tough to convince friends to come see people that you heard over a podcast by yourself. And you got to be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know this guy. He talks about people feathering his nuts. It's kind of weird, but he's funny. Oh, I sh- this girl, she's always also, a guest on the show. Also, just go to things alone. Get over yourselves. Well, we want to sell tickets here. Oh, Come yeah, on. you're right. <laughs> Bring a crew. You know? I think that's why, um, <laughs> yeah, you're really <laughs> you business. <laughs> I'm just the you, opposite. You just of told I want people to come to the show. I know. You know, you want them alone, sitting there with a coffee. You want them to come and party, right? I do. Come for your birthday. Bring <laughs> the crew. And the thing is, listen, we we are more worried about the friend that doesn't know us than you. You're gonna like what we do because you like what we do here. It's your friend that we want to turn into a fan. You don't have bad feet. You know, I hate feet. Let me just tell you something. Mayron commented on my feet. We we let wow. people behind the the curtain. Mayron goes, I've never seen your feet before. Yeah. I, I take care of my feet. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't want to look at them more than okay. I'd have. I put them up a quick the glance was yeah, good. Yeah, it was fine. I usually am just so upset by feet everywhere. Um, How do you feel about feet on the plane? And so now that I see your feet, they're really not bad. Thank you. Um, <laughs> that's what everyone hopes to have not really not bad feet. Yeah. What do you think of feet on the... You know when people like take pictures of people on the plane and what it's they're disgusting. wearing? It's disgusting. It's awful. And it's also cold, so I also don't understand. So I wear slides, okay. but then I bring socks with me. And when I get on the plane, I put on the socks. Or when I land, I take off the socks. So you're thinking, you're thinking about this. You're thinking about other people having to look at your feet? Yeah, and it's cold, but I think to Is it put, cold than other people or is it other people than cold? I think it's just despicable to put your foot... <laughs> on a thing that someone's gonna touch and in someone's face like if someone crossed their legs and their foot was next to me i would not stay quiet i would say something real like if i was sitting like this you're in the chair i'm in d i'd be like i don't need your foot to touch me dude what if it doesn't touch you what if i'm in the confines of the chair i would still be like it's fucking gross dude i would at least say something i wear sandals sometimes to fly yeah and I never really think about it until I'm but on if you're the flight. In, but also, if you're keep... Oh, flip-flops. I think slides yeah. are different because they cover more of the foot. So if you're wearing a slide and you keep it in and your feet are on the ground, that's not heinous. What's What I think I see most photos of is people taking feet out of the sandal yes. and placing it on a headrest, on a chair, on an armrest. The pictures you see, it feels like they came on the plane to put their foot on or the Or like hand, their hands are in their toes and they're yeah. touching their toes. <laughs> like yeah. put it, you know, that's... Interlocking fingers and toes, yeah. That's egregious. But like socks, I don't mind. If you, you take your shoes off and it's socks, it's like yeah we're trying to be as comfortable as possible if again not a flip-flop if it's a slide naked foot but you're sitting normal that's fine but like putting your foot out into the world Mm. like that is i can't keep my tits out but you can loosey-goosey your foot on me that's sickening yeah since most people want to fuck feet anyways like we everyone should cover how about that it's the number one did people know that feet were as big a thing before we knew the feet were a thing does um, that make sense? Like, no, now- I thought it was like a you're disgusting. But then, you know, I'm very into porn mm. and feet will make an appearance in any loose form, any any porn. You could just be watching like, you know, a dominant girl fuck <laughs> like a, some bottom girl and she'll lick a foot like there's always a loose foot in there's, every there's every a foot category. cameo in every category. Yeah, I see feet p- pop up all the time and it's upsetting. <laughs> What's this song? Is this a foot song? This is porno. Oh, <laughs> Sometimes I've seen the ones where they're like the feet whacking off the penis, and I'm like, "Why are we doing this? This seems like a, a long road." But to, that is you know, less disgusting to me than licking feet or a foot in a mouth. Like sometimes there's a full foot in a mouth. Sometimes they like to put the foot. They it's almost like a competition like to see how much upset. they can get, how much of the foot they can get. I in. remember in high school someone telling me about watching a porn with these like weird twins. Um, like they're. They were high schoolers too. So okay. they were watching it with these twins and like a girl got towed in it. And like, I will remember. Toad? Yeah. That's what they called it. They're like, oh toad. God, we were watching this porno and you know, this girl was just getting towed. And I remember that conversation forever. That is such an aggressive phrase to it's make so up for gross. something that is aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> getting towed. It's everywhere, dudes. You, just love it. But, but I, you went to, if we can tell the audience, you did course. a show. Yes. For the for Brazzers. For Brazzers. Yeah, I got to do a show with Bra- Brazzers. is probably the most, you know, it's the young gun on the blo- on the porno well, blog. Well, do you want to hear the whole thing about, like, Brazzers is owned by MindGeek. Did I never tell you this? No. And MindGeek owns 
Brazzers, Pornhub, YouPorn, RedTube. And so they Wait created. A so it's a monopoly on the it's porn even, industry? It's even crazier. I just don't want to say the other companies because I'm, I get them confused. But so what happened was MindGeek bought all, made all this free porn, which yeah. ruined porn, catapult, like it ruined porn. Um, and How did it ruin porn? Because you can go for free and watch everything. So they're so, making money off the ad sales. But okay. like, no, why would you? Because I sign up for a subscription because I have like a unique taste or like I like certain sure. things. But, um, but most dudes porn. don't like, yeah. or like I want to find, like I think most dudes are like, yeah, this four minutes will work for me. The preview of people will getting work. fucked. Exactly. Yeah. So basically everyone got used to free porn and how it, on top of it ruined it. Cause I don't even care so much about these like dudes that own the companies, but the girls are getting uh, paid less. People yeah. aren't giving them money. It really like fuck porn stars used to be making more money. There was a heyday DVDs. That was a heyday. For sure. So, so means- wait, so then the stock of all these other companies went down and they bought them all up. So they own like reality Kings. They own digital playground. They own, a ton of companies. So they bought up the industry. So they basically own like 70% of porn, I want to say. And so to them, they make money off the subscriptions, off these events, and off all the the ads. ads And, And because of that, like the girls can't come forward with any problems because... Girls are so expendable. Like we'll find another one. We'll find. Yeah. So if you're like that director, grow up me or like that was fucked up or he didn't listen to my you know do not do list or whatever my no list. Like they'd rather it's easier to get rid of you. And so there's a lot of abuse and like people. I mean it's within all industries. Sure. That's just what happens everywhere. But so it's fucked up. The girls don't want to say anything because they own almost everything, and so they can pay them badly. There's one boss. They don't have to treat anyone that well unless you're a giant star. And so obviously the well, top the- twenty Pornhub girls are like. They're, they're fine. doing fine, but you know, there's no middle class. I think there might be. I don't know. But the, but back during the heyday, you could have been making a great living. You got a couple DVDs out there. No, they're working twenty four seven. They're doing like I subscribe to one of the girls' OnlyFans page. They mm-hmm. have private Snapchats. They're selling their underwear. They uh, they're finding anywhere they can make money. Stripping. The stripping um, thing is a big thing. Yeah, that's like our version of going and doing stand up in your town. Yeah, where they're like, I'm coming to your town. Well, some girls love it, and then to some, I don't think they do love it. I mean, it's the same with stand up though. There's a lot of people mm. that are like, I did the road for twenty years. Yeah. I'm done with the road. Yeah. And to, I got to assume it's got to be just more exhausting for them. They got yeah. to deal with, you know, whoever's the fans are. Yeah. Hopefully they're like, I do a joke about this, but like ho- hoes at heart and they love it. You yeah, know, a you lot hope. of. Yeah. You're that hoping. Would warm my heart. You're hoping that they're out there. You know, my favorite porn stars are usually the ones that are into it. And I have a couple that like they keep trying to get on. You know, they don't love it as much as some of the others. But I mean, I watching. went to the porn awards. Yes. Way back when. And I'll always, from then on, I was like, you know, I met all these like famous porn stars and they got it more than anyone else. Like I related more to them than anyone else at that place. Yeah. I didn't relate to anybody that like the people who had the new products. I didn't relate to the fans. I related to the porn stars because they would look at me and go, yeah, it would, you know, the equivalent was when someone tells a dark, dirty joke. Like a joke that they they were like, I can't tell this joke. This is have you seen this? And like a bunch of comics would go, that's fucking hilarious. Yeah, it was kind of the same with porn stars where they were like, nothing could really shock them, and they always got it. Well, that's what was so crazy with this Brazzers thing is it started so as a what roast. Did, okay. So they were like a, called a spit roast. Okay, very clever. Awesome. So they're like, we're gonna <laughs> do a spit roast of porn. Um, Stormy Daniels was supposed to be there and she didn't come, but um, so it's gonna be porn stars, comics roasting porn, mm-hmm. but. I don't know why we all had to sign agreements. Like we couldn't talk shit about mind geek. We couldn't talk about abuse in the industry. Unfair way. Like we couldn't talk about all these things. Yeah, no because religion. Not, because one, there's one owner of the whole thing. 
Yeah, but it's also like, so then it became not a roast, just porn jokes. Um, So it was a lot of porn jokes. And Robbie Hoffman's a comic who got to write jokes for the porn stars that were in it. And she told me that they cut almost every like super dirty, dark thing. Like they didn't want them doing anything and it's like i'm sitting backstage with them talking about them doing triple anal yeah and the producers are like we really can't have you do that joke it was just like such a weird weird. it's very strange so weird where do you put the line you're like triple anal double anal (laughs) we're fine with those jokes just not the triple anal yeah it's 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 bizarre it was very bizarre so it ended up just being us sitting on beds on the stage and we would go up to a like a a podium to do our jokes but all the comment like we all love porn Mm. so our jokes were very positive so like i didn't have i wanted to obviously talk about the unfairness in the industry but like i was happy so the shock of the century to me was 50 percent of the audience was porn stars Oh my god! So then, then the the, the ha- other half was like my agent was there. Like I did have some <laughs> reps come, but then it was just like perverts. So it yeah. was like perverts. A couple of my friends came, and then it was mostly porn stars. It was a work event. It was like girls that work for Brazzers. Well, that, so one yeah. of the girls that I do a joke about, Adriana Chechik, was in the front row. Crazy. So I did this joke about Life her. imitating She's art. So and I was eighth <laughs> out of nine people. So by the time like they had heard tons of jokes and everyone was killing. So I yeah. was like. I just need to be me and not even care about these jokes. So I went up personal. I was asking them questions about their social media. Mm-hmm. I was getting to know that. I was like thrilled. Abella Danger was there. Yeah. Penny Packs. Like it was awesome. And then the porn stars that did the roast were Missy Martinez, Bonnie Rotten, um, who I like love. She's one in one of my favorite pornos. And then um, Lisa Ann, who's a superstar, you know? I mean, Lisa Ann is like, is like, She's the queen, right? Yeah, she's a queen, and she has other news. She's been on this but podcast, also, I think. I, I think so. Yeah. I know she goes on Race Wars and stuff. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And she has her point. own fantasy football show on Sirius. Yeah, Lisa Ann was such a great guest, too, yeah. because she was like... The thing is, with all these porn stars, just like you said, like they're game. Sell my underwear. I got to sell my underwear. Snapchat private. I got to do it. Podcast. Let's fucking bring it. You know, they're bringing it. But every- Bonnie Rotten, such a hottie. She's, I think Brazzers, this is the first of its kind, but don't quote me on that, but she's a contract star. So now she's on a exclusive Brazzers contract and those are cool. I bet those girls make, hopefully. Yeah, but but also the market, if they're on an exclusive contract, like there's no one else out there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's no one else to like, oh, well, I got, you know, Brazzers well, on no, there's one a, line. I think there's Jules Jordan. I don't think... There's also another empire too, where it's like Vixen, Blacked, and all that. Like, there's just that, but they might be smaller. What's but, the after party like for this? But there's story? a girl, Kissa Sins, and she's married to Johnny Sins, and they're like uh, poor and royalty. But oh, she, the Sins. yeah, but she only <laughs> did girl on girl and only fucked him, and then she got a huge deal to do all her firsts with one company. Uh, so that was like really impressive. Well, that's you have to really be a forward thinker to be like okay. All my first. No, (laughs) but that's so good. But like Jesse James, she's like an old like hottie. Like she's not old age wise, but like she's been in the the game. game, She's she was like in pirates. Like she's like when I think of porn star, like that look, that's her. But she didn't do anal for like years and years and years and held on to it. Yeah. For years. That's gonna be (laughs) a funny thing. Like if you're like, I'm a virgin, and the guy's like, Well, let's have sex, and she's like, I'm gonna have a big payday coming down the road, <laughs> um, so we're gonna have to put this off. Well, they might know? do it in their private life. Is there? What's the after party like? Fun? There was no after party. A lot of the girls left immediately. I got some photos. This um, is the thing. Chats. This is, but this is the. But thing. But they might have hung out with themselves. So I went with, uh, you know, I was staying with some a friend and some comics. Like we went out to a bar and had yeah. drinks and. But this but is. The I was thing. flying people, out the next morning. People assume, and this is where they're wrong. Is yeah. like, all oh, these porn stars. 
oh, you were at the Brazzers spit roast. There must have been an after party. We Everyone were smoking just sucking weed dick backstage. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like we all had our weed pens and mm. that was really exciting. Like, you know, giving Bonnie Rotten my weed pen to smoke. Well, you're a fan. <laughs> this yeah. is also you respect the art for. I do. It was really cool. And um, I wish I got to hang out. I did take. But it, it is a job to them. Like I remember Abella Danger. I was watching one of the behind the scenes at the AVN, like mm-hmm. the red carpet from this year. And or maybe this was old, but someone was like, can I grab your ass? And she was like, no, ew. Yeah. What are you doing? Like, this, so they are playing this character. Like when you meet some of them, sure. they're like, I'm pretty, uh, I don't think I'm that open with loose physical, t- but they're like, when I met Adriana Chetrick, it's like, they put your ha- their hands on your chest. They grab you. They'll they hop you. They, they like, are, they're there. They are pros <laughs> yeah. at making you fall in love with them <laughs> yeah. right away. And that's probably why I'm still singing the praises of like Lisa. Charlie Chase. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Is that her name? I don't know that one. Did she had dark hair. I was like, yeah, I was like, I'm in love. Like in two seconds, they just, they, they are professional uh, sellers Wars, of yeah. themselves. Yeah. And it's like, and I have respect for, uh, I mean, we do the same thing. I, I uh, when I did the AVN red carpet, if you Google frat dude at AVN, you'll find it. Um, David Tell was there. Yes. And he hosted the event. So I didn't know Dave at the time. And I saw him at Stand Up New York, like before I left. And I was like, hey, I just want to let you know I'm going to the AVN Awards. Um, I know you're hosting. Um, I might be doing interviews on the red carpet. If you don't mind, he goes, and he goes, no problem. He was totally nice. This is before I even like knew him. And so I go to the red carpet. I'm standing there. I have my like bow tie on and all that stuff. And Dave comes around the corner with two porn stars on like he's got his hand on two yeah. porn stars and i go and as he's walking up i look at him i go hey dave i'm the guy from stand up new york he goes oh yeah he gets into full comedian mode i start interviewing him and he does like a great line for us and it's on at the end of the the video if you go watch it and then he kind of goes on his way with the two porn stars on his arms and then afterwards we're standing like packing up our shit and dave comes up to me and he goes hey i just want to let you know i do remember you from stand up new york i was like Oh, and it was like, it was interesting. The, the same thing as the porn star going from like, I'm in porn star mode where I'm going to sell you on like, you know, touch your arm here. That like, we do the same thing. We're like, yeah. camera light on. Like, let's start fucking being funny. And then like, hey, just want to let you know I saw you. You know, it was like, a, it, yeah. we all do those things. But. For sure. Um, but with that, yeah, they were talking about how the girls that they don't like hanging out with are the ones, oh, someone, some other porn star told me this, but like, they don't like being around the ones that can't take it off, like can't. That, well, that are I always mean, like, give me your, you know, like the ones about, that are always. Aren't we the same, same with, way? Yeah, no, I, I, that's why <laughs> I brought it up. Same exact thing. They, uh, they don't like, but some are just such whores. But they are, the weird thing about all of this is they are so young. Like Abella Danger is 22 years old. So you I'm like a grown that. woman and yeah. I'm like, oh my God. But it, it's like you're 22 and yeah. it feels weird. And you want uh, young girls and women and everyone to be like so into their sexuality say, and have it not define your, like value in all of these cool things. But it's still like, you're so stupid when you're young so there is this weird thing and when do you run run away from it like when do you when does it end you know like i think if our society was better these girls could live a better life it's just fucked up that like whores are disrespected in this way like it because a lot of the porn stars say that they will recognize someone recognize them and then remember who they are and ignore them or be with their family. Interesting. And so it's this thing. Oh, of like, I can't imagine. Yeah, like because that's gotta suck. You. Like, listen, I do this for my job. You obviously are a consumer. 
Yeah. You know, like. But you're not a consumer. Like, that's the thing. It's like these. You don't I mean, even pay for it. They are making money. You know, they have some of these girls have over a million Instagram followers. Like, they are doing good. So I don't want to be sitting here like, well, these poor girls. They're doing okay. They're doing very well. But it's just a fucked up. It's still built by dudes and the message here pay for your porn pay for your porn and like i said these companies are evil these girls just get one checks or whatever so like find them like if you love one porn star or a couple either just send them money like they have a paypal (laughs) yeah send them a hundred bucks a year why not like i don't understand that or like sign up for their personal stuff buy them a gift on their amazon wish list it just boggles my mind that they're helping you come you're like attracted to them you're having this whole they're like giving you a fantasy they're giving you something and the disregard and this thing of like, well, you it's know, so it's, fucked. It's, it's interesting that you have to remind people of it. Like I always say, like, tell a friend, tell a friend about the podcast. And then I say rate, review, subscribe, you know, to this one as well as, you know, we're doing a we're doing a thing right now. Right, Shelby, with the rate, review, subscribe. We are. Uh, you have a couple more days to do a review. The best one will pick and you get a feather hat there we go so the reason we do this is to remind me and people always make fun of me they're like oh yeah you get like crazy with like what you have to like rate review subscribe and i'm like if i don't say it nobody will this and we lose ourselves we forget that this is something that you know you're getting we have to the whole price model the whole payment model has been changed it's not like it was when we were younger you go to the video store and fucking pick up your dvds to rent and then bring back to blockbuster everything's different now there's an economy here. Yeah, or buy a flashlight. These girls, all, some have toys. I don't know. And like some of them, okay, like I was, I'm really into it, but I was listening to one girl talk um, and she, there was like a scandal. There was like some mm. abuse with this company, but she's like, yeah, I went to work. I needed to pay my rent. And she only got $900 for a blowjob scene, an aggressive blowjob scene. An aggressive one. But a $900 day is pretty great. And you're yeah. 23, 24, you're like, I made... 900 bucks today. Yeah. But it's also like 900 bucks for an aggressive blowjob. I just feel like it should be too, like more money. Yeah. Well, go support these people. But We're I know Bonnie Rotten lives here. in Beverly Hills and she was wearing like fucking brand name heels. She was looking so good. But in anything, like the, the other thing, you know, the, 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 the blowback I could give in anything, there's good business people and bad business people. There's people that are good with their money and figure it out and people that don't figure it out. Yeah. This is similar. There's a changing nature to that business. Uh, but people, you know, if you are supporting these people, it's the same as this podcast. You don't realize that you are consuming something. You are, you know, with your... You I know, think with... But, but if someone saw you on the street, I'd like, I don't think people would like, deny you don't bother supporting me. you. Well, I have, it's just really fucked. And I know these weirdo dudes, they like go to the strip clubs and it, like... I get it. I just wish it was treated. I talk about this on stage, but I wish it was treated like sports or anything else. Like mm. I wish they were able to be in the mainstream of just like this is what's happening. I want and that's just f- not where we are. I want them to form a union just because I want to see that union, you know, get together. And There's a lot of girls that <laughs> are working towards stuff because a lot like all the Bible thumpers and lunatics keep trying to ruin porn stars lives Ugh, and like force them to do them condoms live. and all this. And that's worse for them. They're on set all day and. Wasn't What's like the whole sex worker. They just got kind of screwed over. Oh, the sec. What he, what this um, administration has done for sex workers is they took away back pages and like Craigslist personals. They took away all of that. Uh-huh. So this is a little different. But yeah, if you're an escort now, like you can't even advertise 
that you're out anywhere. There. So they're saying that they're quote unquote protecting against human trafficking and child trafficking, but, now you're but this does nothing. It deeper. You're yeah. burying it deeper, yeah, and yeah, now yeah. people can't do it. Now safely. they can't get you know can't get tested. You know the the the, the solution yeah. to that would just make it all fucking fair. You know. No, it Fair should game. be where I heard. I don't know what country this is, but it's so smart. Where selling sex is legal, mm. buying sex is illegal. So then, if a dude tries to hit you, you can call the cops on him because that's what's really hard. Is like if you know you get beat up by a dude or he doesn't listen to you, mm. or but you also have to respect a sex worker. So if you're fucking someone, um, and then they do anal and you don't want it, and that's like a sexual assault. Yeah, but if you don't respect their line of work or them as people, you would never think that's a crime because you're like, I'm paying you, bitch. But if it's illegal to buy the sex, you know, no one can fuck now you, have you up. you fear. Yeah. Let's do some emails. Let's do, I want to end it on a more fun I porn know. note. What's a more fun, do you have any other stories uh, from the event? From the porn show. Um, well, my favorite. <laughs> I, I did have months. a guy come up to me. I was sick when I taped the AVN Award yeah. videos. I was like incredibly, like I had the flu. And I'll never forget it. I was like sick and I'm, interviewing this guy and he was like you know you have a lot of people that just want to be on camera if you have a camera they don't give a shit yeah so i was like talking to this dude and he was like oh yeah and he we get like four minutes into interviewing him and he's like yeah i've done like two scenes and you're like oh you just came here to break in (laughs) and he smelled the worst someone has smelled and i was like looking at him with his teeth and he smelled and you could tell he was just like he wasn't a porn star he was just someone that was a fan that thought this would be a better way to make money no it's it's like comedy and like the girls are saying it's like comedy and wrestling well maybe not so much wrestling that does look physically hard but with comedy it's like everyone thinks they can do it you should yes. be lucky to be able to do that's it that's kind of this guy oh you're filming all day shut up and it's like no it's work it's a thing we have an industry I'll like n- <laughs> they like working with certain guys yeah. they don't I'll they know forget. each other there's company parties <laughs> this like. guy was looking at me talking and at a certain point i was like Fuck this guy. He's not a real, he's not even doing this. He's just some asshole that wants to get on camera. I go, I looked at him, I go, if you don't get away from me, I'm going to puke all over you. And he was like, what? And I went and turned and just puked into a garbage can, like right in front of him. <laughs> I can uh, end the porn talk sure. on a funny note, maybe. Okay. You heard a lot of, of pressure uh, you put on yourself. I know. Tension. <laughs> heard of uh, the porn star Kendra Sunderland? I, ha- I have, yeah. Okay. Also Lisa known was- as Library Girl. Okay. She was like, Got known because she was a student at Oregon State, and she put a video online of her like masturbating in the school's library, and it okay. went super viral. Like, it's so funny that that viral can be that or a cat viral <laughs> on like porn and then like real sites. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I'm sure they like expelled immediately, and then she was like, "Well, fuck it, I'm gonna go into like actual and like just went to the." I have a following now. Went to, like, the main places, like, immediately. Like, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Not, like, working her way up or anything. Yeah. It's like she, a couple... Skip the line. She's, like, a YouTube star. Yeah. It's like, She's like Kendall Jenner. Yeah. This was, like, a year and a half ago at Stand Up New York. We were making a video. Like okay. Like, a comedy video. <laughs> There's some, like, friends of the show on it of, like... It was, like, a sponsored thing, but she was in it. Okay. Like, completely covered. It was, like, part of the video, and then she was, like, totally cool, very, like, down-to-earth, just, like, good at kind of improving sort of. And we had, like, a whole makeup team, hair, and she, like, could change into, like, her skimpy outfit in, like, mm-hmm. a separate room. It's all professional. Then afterwards, I'm, like, going back, putting equipment back in, like, the locker, like, the camera and all this stuff, yeah. like, putting it away. And that's where, like, she had, like, her suitcase with her, you know, just yoga pants, T-shirt that she came in. 
And I was like, just talking. I'm like, yeah, that was, that was like, great. You were like, uh, good improv. Turn around. She's completely naked. Just <laughs> changing. It's just, like the front. Yeah. Like the office. And like, this was before the Me Too shit, but like after Trump's kind of grabbing by the pussy. So I was like, oh, am I in the wrong here? What? A, like, we have a separate room. But, just but like, also to her, she's yeah. like, this is what it is. Like, this, yeah. is, this is my body. What do I care at this point? But then Shelby's sitting there with his eyes out of his sockets. It's <laughs> like a, what is like a boing moment. Yeah, I was just like, oh, and then it was normal. That's obviously nothing happened. <laughs> oh, that's well, enough. That, 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 that was, was a Shelby lot. Shelby was like, I want to come in with our, my fun story, and it ends. Well, with you know, obviously Ri- nothing happened. <laughs> you know Riley Reed, right? No, Riley Reed's like in the top ten always. She's I saw like, her rap, which was interesting. what I saw her rap she put out. Oh, I have not seen her rap. She We're learning the, that Shelby's a big porn fan. Yeah. <laughs> that Well, that kind of went around because she's uh, not black, but in her rap, she was dropping quite a few spicy words. Riley not, Reed? She, Correct. Not yeah. a few, not OKPs. She was dropping the actual I know, version. but that seems so wild. I can't imagine. Let's do some emails. Um, yeah, but I was I watch her on Insta story all the time. Mm-hmm. She gets high as hell. Really? Yeah, she's like dabbing and just like getting so stoned. And then she'll just listen to music. And she, they're young, so they're having like philosophical thoughts that yeah. we all had in college, you know? <laughs> but she's just, she, this is a fun Why moment. Is water wet? Yeah, shit like that. Of like, you need to be free. But she was be like, I'm sick of people, like dating is so hard for them. And she's like, I'm sick of people telling me like, you know, you need to find someone that separates your work and your life. Like work is separate. That's a different thing. This mm. is me at work. She's like, fuck that. That's who I am. If I'm on set getting banged by 12 BBCs, I fucking love it. And you better <laughs> love it too. I'm not separating myself. And I'm like, it's preach. This I don't know. She's bringing it. Did you look her up? She's like flat and stuff. She's uh, I just wild. Looked her yeah. up. Uh, let's do some emails. Emails, you emails. I feel Act like your listeners cheese. might hate it, all this porn shot. But I maybe you guys like it. This is a good switch up. I think this was great. How many minutes are we in on this? 25. We are three and a half hours in. Three and a half hours in. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Let's run through some emails. I will, I, this is my run favorite. Run a train on these emails. <laughs> this okay? is my favorite podcast. Act litter cheese. We appreciate that. Totes preach. The rain made me do it. Dear JTrain, I recently matched with a guy on Tinder. We don't have hinge around here. Okay. Well, you do, but you don't. Uh, we started talking... While he was out of town, uh, he messaged me the next day when he got back into town. Somehow we started talking about sexual likes and dislikes, both getting pretty turned on. It's been a dry summer for both of us. We ended the night with him asking for a bikini pic and telling uh, telling me graphically what he was going to do. I'm 34 years old, never married, and not really in a phase where I'm looking to just hook up. I'm, but I'm intrigued to know if our online chemistry would translate to real life. The last few guys I went on dates with completely lacked any sexual chemistry. Is there any way to walk this back to normal Dateville, or did our sexting be before meeting ruin this? We did have some good convo before it took a sexual twist. He lives about 40 minutes away, so we wouldn't uh, be able to meet up before the weekend anyways. What can I say to put this back on track for regular dates? I never do this, I swear. What do we think? I don't know. Very tough. You got to start this one. It's very tough. But um, the, what I this isn't answering the question, but at personal experience, nothing is worse than people texting you all the good fucked up shit they're going to do and how good they are at fucking. They're going to give you what you want and then they don't. Have like, you been in that situation? I have because I, I went through a phase and I'm still into it at 
for certain times, but like I like to be told what to do and sure. I want someone to be um, aggressive about it. Mm. So I was in London Tinder looking for people. I ended up finding what I needed, but dudes would write like, I was like, can you tell me what to do? I like to be told what to do. Can you do that? And they'd be like, yeah. And then do, say nothing. And I'm like, no, you're supposed to do that now. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. how are you going to tell me you're going to, like, fuck me the sure. way I want without giving me any Here's, here's your chance. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm telling you what I want. Yeah. And all you have to do is, like, probably call me a name and say something and I'd show up. And well, there was right. just nothing. Well, what you're talking about and what she writes is it's hard to find sexual chemistry with people. That's and, not an easy thing. Yeah. And my ex-girlfriend with, like, sexting, she had a funny thing because you you're just in the moment and you start saying she has a joke she'll comic but she you start saying all these things you can't deliver and then mm. she showed up and she's like yeah i can't come in you you know like, <laughs> yeah i'm not gonna do that <laughs> i'm a totally different person she's like i'm really yeah. not that athletic can yeah. we like chill but this leg is staying where this <laughs> leg is yeah i i i i do think it's uh it's a good point because we are something over text that we aren't in person uh a lot of times sometimes those chemistry is great like what she's saying like I like everything that happened for her because she was willing and that's okay. You can't not be what you were is really to, my advice to her. She's yeah, because wa she wanted the sex, right? She wanted yeah. the sex. You did it. Own it. You can own, and, and this is kind of back to the porn star conversation, you can own that, like the porn stars are saying, yeah, I want to have someone I can date and also do my job. You can also date and send a, uh, and send sexy pictures. Yeah. That doesn't mean, just because you sent a sexy picture doesn't mean that you have to be held to the constraints of being this like hookup only. You can still be like, hey, I'm down to hang out. Let's go for a yeah, date. Yeah, um, well, that just popped into my mind with an idea. Like you can send a funny meme of stuff. Like you can get back to reality. You can You can't up. be sexting 24-7. Yeah. No. It's okay during lunchtime to send a cat pic. <laughs> Totally okay. I think that's like a good way to like put this on track. But also don't be held to the standard of your sexting. You know, like just because you sexted, we're all, we're all a full human being. So remember that. So this guy who's sexting with you also cries when he watches the beginning of Up. So you might be sexting, but you also are a woman who wants to be in a relationship. The fact that he lives 40 minutes away, not a good sign because like he's putting it out there. He doesn't feel like he's like close enough. You know, you don't want him like making a trip to so the vagina factory. So they've never factory. met at they've all. It's met all at tender. All. So to me, but also like with that situation. Yeah, go on a date and also. Go on a date, but don't feel like you don't deserve a date because you sent the bikini picture. Also, if um, you decide you don't want to fuck him, that's fine too. Yeah. You totally know, fine. like sexting is not a promise to fuck. Hey, I would text him. I would text him a funny meme that relates to that you guys are pen pals to call out that you guys still haven't met up. And you say, hey, um, definitely down to hang out. We should meet in the middle of a bar sometime and get a couple drinks. And now that's the now you've broken the silence of we haven't gone out yet. Now you've brought it back to reality zone. The reality zone means I want drinks. I want a real date. I'm not going to be just because you sent every one of us is capable of sending a sexy picture. Also, you might meet him and hate him. Totally. Also, you might meet him and want to go fuck immediately. Totally. <laughs> and all of that is on the table. But I think a lot of times right now we become constrained by this idea of like, well, we had sex in the first date, so that's over. Don't. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. You can be like, we had sex on our first date, and I kind of want to see you again. I had a good time. 
And um, it is and Tinder, uh, so you're going to sext. Yeah. You know that's the, the goal eventually. This guy swiped you because he wants to fuck you. Now you need to get him on the date to get to know you after he's fucking masturbated to your pictures. Also, after the date, if you don't want to fuck, but you make out, and then you could say a tease line from the sexting. Be like, I can't totally. wait to do this next time. Or I think that's, something like that. You can be sexy and fun and do the things that you want. And you can make him wait to fuck the sex. You, you know what I mean? Like, that's it makes, fine, too. It, it ups the ante, too. And you can keep talking about the things you want to do. And, I, and But it's interesting. It's so funny to go back to what you said, where you're like, I'm texting like crazy. And then you get to it, you're like, well, I'm, I'm not going to do well, it. Well, because she also yeah. has a joke about how I was really silent at first mm-hmm. and made her talk a lot when we first started having phone sex. Because mm-hmm. we were long distance. But I was like, yeah, you're my first girlfriend. Like, I don't want to start lying to you and saying all these things. And then I show up and I'm like, clueless. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to wait till after we met up again to like make it go. Yeah, I could. I didn't want a lot. I was like, I can't wait to do it. But I, I was I didn't want to act like a pro when I wasn't a pro. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com here with Lisa. Gla- Did I just forget, forget my name? You, you forget your fucking name. <sighs> Who cares? <laughs> Lisa Traeger. I almost called you Lisa Glazer for some reason. Oh, uh, that's that was funny. Um, Lisa Traeger. At glitter, probably because glitter cheese with the G. No, it's probably because Nikki Glazer. No. No, I think it's the G. All right. Lisa Glazer, Lisa Traeger, and I'm also half reading these emails. I'm not sure. <laughs> J Train Podcast at gmail.com. I bouncing back and prioritizing. Okay. You ready? Yeah, bouncing back and prioritizing. J-Train, first of all, let me uh, start by caressing that undercarriage of yours with a pillow made out of solid peacock feathers. Fucking love you. Long-term listener, long-time listener, I've tweeted you, snapped you, and you've always had the time to reply. So now, when I've never thought I'd need to ask, I need your help. I've listened for about two to three years now, listened to the conversations and never missed an episode. I found your podcast on SoundCloud when me and my girlfriend had a break, went on the single spree, and then we got back together. However, we are now at a, the same impasse. Same arguments have come up about trust issues on her side, even though I've proven that she has nothing to worry about. Financially, I support her, and our daughter is four years old. Her and our daughter is four years old. I'm 23 and used to play football semi-pro. I'm in the UK, so it is football. So he's played soccer semi-pro. I dropped out of uni on Freshers Weekend to be the man and help raise my child. My plea for help is she has now said that the reason we're working is because she isn't happy. I feel like there's a void and there has to be another reason. Nobody can has cheated, et cetera, but how do I move past this? I used to be, attract, be, to be attractive because of the football and being younger, et cetera, uh, but now I've kind of got the dad bod and I've been out of the game for a little while. When is the right time to hit up Tinder? When is it right to go out and start parties at concerts, et cetera, without the ex making me feel bad? Should she even get to know I'm out? I'm trying to go to the gym a lot. Uh, my friend's female and male say I should be out slaying. I guess I got a mental block and don't know how to break this, uh, how break past this. What do we think? So are they broken up or not? Well, it sounds like, however, now we're the same impasse arguments going. It sounds like they're in this gray phase. Like, do they live together? Is he taking care of this child? I'm a little confused. Does he live in England? Are they all living in England? They live in England. It says arguments, trust issues. Uh, she has nothing to worry about financially. I support her, supported her and our daughter. I mean, you can't go on Tinder or fuck anyone until you tell her. Yeah, you got to end you need, you need to end it. 
and you got to figure let her out. Know. There's and no, there's no, uh, in no reality, um, is there you just going on Tinder and being no. a good person? Like that's fuck. That's no, crazy. No, no, no. You, this has to be done organized. You have to organize the life, the the thing. One thing comes before the other. Breaking up with the mother of your child is first, and saying, "Hey, I'm okay with you being done with this relationship. I'm past that. That's fine. That's number one. We are done. There's no and and the and for the I would think you know I don't have a kid, but I'm saying for the child's sake, saying, "Hey, we're done. Now let's take care of kid stuff." Mm-hmm. So it goes. Let's get our personal thing done. Hey, you and I will, and then not going back to it, not sexting. Just you have to let go of this relationship because she said to you, she doesn't feel uh, she isn't happy. That's fine. And I do want to say it seems People like you guys up. are super young. Yes, twenty three. Super young. Um, so like, there's no reason to feel guilty, bad, shame, or anything for this not working. Like. Usually when you're young, you don't end up with the people you're with. And to have a kid that young, too, it seems like you might have to or whatever. Like. Relationships end. Yeah. And that's okay. But it's not okay to like be angry at each other forever because you're you do young. Tra- like, you're that's young. the like, point like, I was trying to make. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like you're not 40. Like this is bound to happen. Your life, Sorry. You're going to have a life. <laughs> yeah. Like it's going to be fine. You should be so worried about being friends that it's weird. And trying to make, and maybe that takes time. Maybe that takes time from of you guys being away from each other. Like your but, kid needs to be your number one priority before it's the Tinder. And you two being friends and being cool with each other and understanding the boundaries. That's the thing that seems muddled from your email is that there doesn't seem to be boundaries between you and this woman and the child. And that's got to be number one before. Then when that's all, when your bed is made, you feel good about going out for the day. You got to make this bed. So it's first breaking up and getting over the fact of you two. And then second, it's saying, okay, when do you have the kid? What's the money situation with the kid? When do I have the kid? When do we, how do we make this parent structure work? Because this is also going to be a nightmare if you guys don't get it together. Because I've uh, heard of experiences and saw like people not like someone asking like, hey, can you actually, can I actually take them this weekend? And we want to go on this trip. And people being vindictive and just being like, no, just so they couldn't take a kid on vacation or have them yeah. a day longer, not work together. So like, if you don't solve all these problems, like it could come down later and, in the road of like fucking up this kid's life and your guys's life and not working as a team together. Like you're a team forever. Yes. Whether you're fucking or not, you are a team forever. And the mo- less of a team you are, the more detrimental it'll be to everyone's life. So that's why and totally agree. That's why you make this mathematical. Don't take the, emotion but also don't live it. together or have separate bedrooms. Like, are you guys sleeping together every night? No, I would get out of that house. I would find my own living space. I would like, you got to figure out how to make this. That's why I say make it mathematical. Like, yeah. like if you say like, hey, first two weeks are yours. Second two weeks are mine. You know, start splitting this up. You got to get lawyers involved maybe because there's money issues. Maybe that has to be on your mind. But I'm saying before all that, make your relationship I have something that's easier to deal with because then all this tinder stuff then you're, you're gonna know the moment where you're gonna go i see my ex this i see my daughter this now i can go out because it's gonna be hard i mean unless you're a great liar but it's gonna be hard on these dates to not bring up that you have a child and this ex and like 
you want to have a clear answer too. Totally. J so all these, wait, I wanted to oh, say please. I have, um, I know a couple that got divorced and the house ended up being the children's house and then they each got their own apartment. So when they were with the kids, they went back to the house. They I think they call it nesting or something. Oh, okay. But yeah, it's a whole thing. But I mean like, None but of guys just want to fuck so if it is really funny and I get that inclination but I just was hanging out with someone at a show a couple weeks ago and they had just gotten dumped that day but not even a dump the girlfriend wanted to go on a break that day mm. and he was already on the dating sites trying to find someone for that night but he was obviously still like yeah sad and I was like dude you have nothing to prove like do not fuck tonight like take a couple days off be alone with yourself like figure it out <laughs> yeah give oh it my a- god look nicole byers on television oh, shit, on a in a vodka commercial. commercial god she's so rich way to go girl yeah, she's killing it she's a long way from when we were on mtv together on what's it called we were on a show together girl her pa- me hassan minaj whoa same episode amazing Look at me now. <laughs> I mean, we're in your one bedroom in Manhattan. A luxury problem hypothetical for single people. Let's do a hypothetical. Okay. Yo, Jared. TD Freed, Prince of Promos, Rosa Parks of Ass Play. I have a hypothetical for you. You are guaranteed to meet and be with the love of your life, but you can never shop or even go into Whole Foods ever again. Or you can continue to go to Whole Foods and your chances of finding your soulmate are the exact same. I figured the only place I could come to to get the answers I seek was the podcast for luxury issues. Thank you, Papa JT. Can't (laughs) wait to see you when you come to Cleveland. What do we think? (coughs) Fuck Whole Foods. I want love. I want love. Plus Trader Joe's. Yeah. You kidding me? Or TJ's. Fresh Direct. Fresh Direct. TJ. Well, Fresh Direct. uh, Do they are they involved with Amazon? You'd be out of the Amazon Prime game. Oh, I don't know, but that's fine. Okay, I'll go to the... I don't care. Yeah. I eat pretty unhealthy anyways. We could find other places. Also, I'm not a, a market snob. Like, I'll get the cut-up fruit of Pioneer. Yeah, I mean, the whole... I want to get proposed to in that fresh-cut fruit pre... Love the fresh-cut That fruit. is the most... One of the most that beautiful things That is one thing seen. I will pay more for. That is that type of labor. <laughs> the, the, every time I see the fresh-cut fruit where it's in the like the containers, I always think... Some guy in the back all day just cutting fruit. And I'm like, I'm I hope he's high. You would hope. Shelby, what do you think? Whole foods. More like whole paycheck. I'm, uh, taking <laughs> so you're love. taking love. Okay. <laughs> Shelby with one another one another one of his classic lines. Okay. I, <laughs> I have not Good work. I hate these sound effects. You don't like them? I hate them. I do like the bam, 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 but that's Once it. a tame beast, always a tame beast? Ugh, I don't know. I'm Just literally obsessed with your podcast. Can't stop listening. It's an addiction that's almost become a problem in my life, and I'm cons- constantly spreading the addiction to all my friends. Even got my boyfriend to start listening. Anyways, my boyfriend and I have been together for about six months now, albeit with a lot of arguments about stupid things. But other than that, we're going pretty strong. He's an 898 face body personality. Super charming with a rockin' body, so of course I couldn't help but fall from. We always joke about how he used to be he used to be a slut before meeting me and how I've tamed his this wild slut of a beast. So I recently hung out with his best friend's girlfriend and we chatted about the person he was he was before we met. Apparently everything she said uh, confirmed that he was in fact a slut. It's weird to call a guy, I don't know. That's the feminism. 
Is it? Yeah, you guys are slut. Like I mean, if someone's I just, a slut, I don't like those, the word slut in general. For That's fine, but I always hate when people say man slut. Oh, man yeah, whore. Yeah, That's annoying because that means that the what is it called? That whore and slut is only to women. And then a man. That's whore. a good point. So yeah. that's why you just say slut or whore to okay. anyone. Like hooking up with the sluttiest girls you could find at school or on Tinder and generally treating women like objects. It was difficult for me to listen to these stories because I didn't sound like any anything like the guy I know now know. Anyways, she told me that she definitely sees how he's changed uh, like right night and day before since being with me. And she believes I'm a great influence on him. My boyfriend does seem to tell me this all the time as well. I have to mention that he's already he's in seriously in love with me. And he tells me every day how beautiful and perfect I am. Don't know if that's just the honeymoon phase. Uh, also have to mention that we met on Tinder, but we met this uh, went to the same college, although we don't know each other, didn't know each other at the time. My question is, will a tame beast stay a tame beast? Or is it only a matter of time before he goes back, buck wild again and starts thinking and, may, uh, and missing the times he had when he was single and slutty? Lately, I've been having a nagging feeling that he's thinking about missing these single times. What do we think? Well, I think lots of things. Um, you know, a lot of the sl- uh, he might have been in a different place in life. Like, sure. You are sluttier when you're younger. Like when I was super young in my early 20s, I would fuck old men that were in relationships mm-hmm. like that's clearly not what I'm doing today. <laughs> a, no matter how off, even if you met me at 26, I'd be like, yeah, I don't do that anymore. Like I would not do that. But so if someone's feeling insecure, or sad or weird, or they're just whores and want to fuck a lot, like that could be what they did in college yeah. or whatever. Also, um, he could just be really in love with you and wants to be better for you. Also, and this is uh, one of Kate Willett's jokes on Netflix, but it's like, yeah, maybe the girlfriend before is the one who changed him. <laughs> like, you change a man and then the man goes to... Uh, so she has a joke about this too where it's like, yeah, he took his shoes off at the door because of me. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. he might be more mature, better. He doesn't need to be a whore anymore. Or And also, he could just be really into you and want to spend a life with you and... That's a thing too. Here's what I'll say to her. I don't know if he wants to be single again. I don't. I can't answer that question for her. What I can say is that I have friends of every. All of my friends are like, all of my straight dude friends, college, out of college, whatever it may have been from life. There was a moment where they were single and they were out there, and then one person ended up changing that all. Not to say that that person was better than the other people that came before. But they all figured it out at some point. They all gave in to this thing called monogamy. So is it this? So I don't think that like you wear sluttiness like a disease. You know, I don't think it's like something that you can't get rid of. I do think it can be a phase. But you do want different things like. Yeah, it's when you're younger, you all you want to do be is be a whore. And then sure. when you're older, you're like, no, I want something real and tangible. And like, I don't want to fuck on the first day. And I want to find someone and talk and wait weeks or whatever it is. And this person and that's fulfills fine. something in me that I can't even explain. Yeah. And that's not to say that can be you. But also what you can what you need to remember is that it might not be you, too, but it won't be because you did something wrong or that because he is has this slut disease in him. The way she explained it is like, I don't think. But has he told her about being a whore or just the best He's mentioned friends? it and the best It's friend. nice that he's mentioning it. Yeah, like, he's saying, listen, cool. I'm enjoying myself with you. This is a total different thing for me. That's great. I'm not saying that means that he's in it for the long haul, but I am saying that he's giving it the shot. And that's all you can really ask for. 
is that college try. You're not that girl that's being like, hey, you won't text back. He's texting back. He's into the relationship. He's spending time with you. The worst mistake you could make is sitting there all the time being like, well, when are you going to be a slut again? And giving him shit about that. I think bringing it up is a bad thing. You can talk about it in the way you're talking about it now. But I'm saying if you, right now, she's like, well, I don't know if he's going to want to That's like her insecurity. Yeah. You have to try and work on yourself to say, hey, I'm a great party. He's enjoying the party. Am I enjoying the party? You have to now make it personal. Am I having a good time here? I actually, so I don't think this person was a whore, though, but we're not that close enough to know. But Mm -hmm. he's so hot successful cool smart like one of my I, coolest friends i would say sure and Thank you i finally I met that. his fiance oh, and in my head always i mean she is like so hot over instagram and um is so successful but i was still in the back of my mind like it seems so crazy so hot and successful like i can't believe he's getting married so young like and then i met her this past weekend I mean, she's perfect. She's 100. Yeah. And he had to beg her for two months to date him. Like, she kept being like, nah. And I was like, I just loved her. Like, the moment I met her, I was, like, laughing and into her and, like, just fully in love. Sure. I was like, yeah. This but is- you also didn't feel that way because she's a better person than other people. You're like, look at how they go together. Is there a point to that? Like- oh, yeah, but... I learned this on Love Island. I feel like if you're a listener of J Train's podcast or you like The Bachelor or Bachelor in Paradise or whatever, Love Island should be the thing you do. And Jared, yeah, you I've heard, watch I've Love heard Island. great things. It is in fucking incredible. I've heard it's great, but just like it has nothing to do with you. Like two people get along better. There's sparks. It's connection. Yes. It's not just hot. And that's it's not like oh he's hotter, she's hotter, better, smarter. It's like you connect with who you. But connect enjoy with. the connection. Don't enjoy sit there it. and go. Well, he was such a slut before. It's gonna come back like it, like it's his like you know like. And maybe you his, guys will be swingers his, one day yeah, together. <laughs> his slut isn't in remission. You <laughs> should be there to experience the slut together. Yeah. Maybe you guys enjoy things together. Now you guys can have a different type of sex, which is relationship sex. Which but it is, can also get yeah freaky. It can get freaky between you two. Like let yeah. be the door to a different world to him too that you can only. But get, I like you and know. you keep stressing this. Um, but yeah, it's like you could be a super prize and he's lucky to have you. And that's why he's pumped. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. We're sponsored people. Oh, I love this sponsor. New. New sponsor. New sponsor alert. New sponsor alert. Do we have a noise for that? Here we go. <laughs> Have you ever wondered how to get the hottest sneakers, the ones that barely hit shelves? The answer is StockX. Okay. That's right. So StockX, I went through their website today, and I think this is the perfect place for people who listen to this podcast, male or female. Now, here's what they do. It's a revolutionary new marketplace for buying and selling, buying and selling 100% authentic sneakers, streetwear, watches, and handbags, okay? So that's sneakers, streetwear, watches, and handbags. Millions are already using StockX to find everything after it sells out, from the latest Yeezys to every retro Jordan to the hottest new streetwear for brands like Supreme, Bape, Palace, and Kith. Even allows users to buy and sell pre-owned, excellent condition luxury handbags, watches from brands like Louis Vuitton, Chanel, Gucci, Rolex, Omega, Tudor, and more. So here, listen. It's the same principles as the stock market to make buying and selling safe and easy as possible. 
Real-time market data for intelligent buying and selling gives you access to tons of historical price data. So basically, if you're out there and you're in the the sneakers are the best way to to give an example of this. There's a lot of sneakers out there that people can't get or they're sold in the secondary market. This is a place where you can find rare and luxury goods that maybe people are selling because they're like, hey, and then they're getting the fair market value. There's a number of people bidding. You know, wh- where does it stand on this market? Also, here's the great thing about this. They, everything that someone sells on this website has to be sent to their offices at StockX. So they have to go through it. So you're never going to get faked out on this. You're never going to get stolen from. StockX gets sent the goods, and then they review them, and then they send them to you. So for anyone out there who likes fine items... Go to StockX.com and, you know, StockX.com slash JTrain. And you're going to be able to go on there, StockX.com slash JTrain. They total anonymity. Uh, And then, uh, so listen, StockX.com slash JTrain. StockX, now you know. So StockX.com slash JTrain, that's going to get you involved with handbags, streetwear, um, selling your stuff. Use this because it's a great way to find new and niche things that you might not be able to find at home. That's the other thing. We all want to have interesting, cool pieces. This is a good place to find that. StockX.com slash JTrain. StockX.com slash JTrain. S-T-O-C-K-X dot com slash JTrain. How much time we got left here, Shelby? Hopefully we are at fifty. Let's bad. do. Do we have some fun news, Shelby? I we want more. Are we going to do news. more emails at all? We can do one more email, then we'll go to the news. Only Let's do one that. more. Yeah. Uh, but I do have a news thing I just saw on my phone. Well, Shelby's got news that he's got lined up. I know, but gay. Was it the gay sex thing? The India thing. Yeah. India's Supreme Court has struck down um, on colonial era law criminalizing consensual gay sex. Good for so India. So for 150 years, <laughs> being gay was illegal. Good for India. There we go. Let's do some more news. Uh, I don't like how strict you're being. Why? Okay. Love sick or <laughs> sick of love? A South African sob story. Yeah. I also wanted to bring up a thing Miranda said on Sex in the City in one episode. Let's play some sad music for these people. For lovesick? Dear Papa JT. <laughs> feather, feather, what's good? I'm a big time female listener all the way from South Africa in my last year of high school. A high school email. A high school email. <laughs> high school emails. Oh, that's cute. I'm scared. She says it's kind of heavy. Should we read it? Yeah, but then can we do a fun one too? Yeah, we'll do a fun one. So a couple months back, I was introduced to a guy in a new friendship circle by who is my new now my best friend. I don't see this going well. What is this? South Africa. Oh, thank you. Wait, so she <laughs> was introduced to a guy that's now her bestie. Now her best friend. Okay. And now whom I regularly hang out and go out with. When we first met, I thought he was cool, though nothing ever came of it. More recently, though, we started hanging out, just the two of us, and started to develop feelings pretty quickly. Who could have saw that coming? Ended up in uh, us being pretty exclusive. Ah, young love, cute, I know. Long story short, after we went on our first couple dates, he was diagnosed with leukemia. He had a couple years ago that went into remission. 
this was something I'd never dealt with before, and I didn't know him when we started when he started uh, when he went through it before. So it's been a tough few weeks. Although we've been trying to see each other as much as possible. Oh, so sorry. Five days ago, he was admitted into the hospital for a 35-day stay, chemo and recovery. He's allowed no visitors, and the Wi-Fi at the hospital sucks. So the only way we can talk is calling each other and texting. It's been a few days. He wants to text back and forth all day, every day. But I'm sure, but I'm finding it increasingly hard to do that because he doesn't have much to say. He's in the hospital all day with nothing really to do, so there's not, no new stories to tell. I end up dominating the conversation, which I hate. I'm unsure of what exactly to do. I'd, ideally, I'd prefer to text only when we have something to say. But I think uh, saying that to him will be hurtful, mainly because he doesn't have much to say. And I'm not sure how to manage that since we don't talk. We can't talk in person. I'm not sure if I can take 30 more days of this. I'm, being, I'm bo- getting bored of talking about me all the time, but I can't tell him that. Please shoot some of your wisdom. Um, I could really use it. What do we think? This is a tough one. Yeah, you can start. I'll tell her this. You you don't like talking about yourself because you feel um, self-conscious, which totally all of us feel, understand. But you got to understand also that you're probably the best thing of his day is talking to him. And he's stuck in a horrible situation and he's trying to get better and he's like, you know, he's a basically quarantined in this hospital and he's got nothing to talk about, nothing to do. And hearing about your day is 7,000 times better than thinking about his. So I understand where it's, it's exhausting a little bit and knowing that's the hard thing to tell people is that you're exhausted of texting your friend that's uh, uh, in the hospital. But all, all of us would understand that. So my advice to you is to, I mean, while it sucks, the whole situation sucks. And if it's about you feeling self-conscious, don't. He loves hearing about your day and the minutiae of your day and keeping in touch with you. Because right now, the, the walls around him are fucking closing in and he's just probably just looking for any source of getting his head out of the funk that comes with a sickness like this. And uh, did they tell each other that they had feelings for each other or no? It Ever. seemed like it moved pretty quick. I mean, it's also, you know, high school I'm just love, saying, like, like, I wonder if he has other friends. Like, I uh, get everything that you're saying and agree with it. and all, But I also want to let her know, like, it's not your responsibility to entertain him at all. Uh, no, that's or true, Or take too. care of him. Like, you're a friend, but you well, don't have bo- to give up everything. Both are true. Yeah, It's not course. your responsibility, but also don't feel bad that you're talking no. about yourself a lot. Because it feels good for him. But also don't feel like that is something you have to do. You can also say to him, hey, I'm going to be back later tonight. Let's text from... You know, from seven to eight, you know, like let's get, you know, you can schedule it out. Hey, I I can't text all day. You know, I'm going to be at school today and later tonight we should text tonight. I'll text you tonight so I can check in. Yeah. At least you you can get ahead of it with text like that. Hey, um, how's the day going? I'm sure. Oh, well, you know, I'm I'm going to the beach, so I might be light on text. I might be light on text. I'll be in touch later today. And you put it in U terms and just know that like. When you get in touch, he'll be happy you did. Um, but also, you know, he's got other people to text to and he'll, he'll figure it out and yeah, he won't, he won't be mad at like you. Don't feel like it's all you, but... He's got family. He's got the whole thing. Yeah, but if you don't... If it's not like... Because I was scared that this was going to go in the direction of like, I don't even want like him as much anymore. Like, I yeah, just yeah, don't yeah. want to no, stop No, it seemed this. like she likes him still. So if you still like him and this is a friend and you feel in your heart that you want to message him, you are making his day better and it's awesome. But if you... 
stop wanting to be his friend or giving him support. Like, don't feel like you have to. But if you're his friend, awesome. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. One more email, then we'll do some news. Great. My girlfriend doesn't want to move in. Amazing. Papa Jay. Recently got back together with a girl I dated in high school. I'm 24. She's 25. We broke up before going to college, but there weren't ever any big issues that we had before. After getting back together, we were talking about the future. And I said, I'd like to move in together. And she said, no, she never wants to live with a man that she's not married to after her last ex. From what I've heard, she was he wasn't a good dude and all at all and was physically abusive. Oh, my God. How did we end up down this? This this whole people are sending in real issues. I love this girl and fully intend on being with her, but I would still like to live with her before getting married. Any advice is huge from rural PA. So getting married young isn't as strange as some may consider it. Love what you do. Keep it up. Um, I would say go on a long trip. Oh, go on like a two week trip or go to a cabin for a week or like a lake house. I don't know. And see how you guys Test it out. Do every day. Yeah. Yeah. That might be a sneaky, fun way to kind of experiment with being together all day, every day. I would all, yeah, I agree with that. That's the advice. Go on, you know, go on trips together. See, test that out. I'm a person that wants to live with the person before. Not to use this word, but a staycation. (laughs) (laughs) Staycation. Go go stay at a hotel for a couple days. Yeah. And, but that's not to say that, like, that's I not would, the same. Vacation life is not real life, but but all you know, it's not the same. But it's also a good tester. I would also say to her, like, you know, I would bring up this again. Did, you know, you are saying I want to live with someone before I marry them, and she's saying I want to marry and then I will live with them. And what's the middle ground in engagement? The middle ground is, hey, if we get engaged, then we're going to move each other while we're engaged. Yeah, that's right? a good thing. Be like, I want to be with you, and I understand you don't want to live with someone till you're married, but it would be great if we can change that rule to an engagement. But also, this doesn't have to be figured out in one day. No. So you guys are dating. Keep dating. Keep having fun. Let her be, you know, let her get away from this last boyfriend where she had such a horrible experience, and we're sorry about that experience, But and to show her to gain trust with you. Right now, you're like, we're back together. The problem is you guys were together in high school, and now you're picking up like it's old times, and you're saying to her probably too soon, well, I'm going to live with you. And she's like, well, hold the fuck on. I just got out of this relationship where this How dude was a fucking asshole. How young is this relationship? No, there's 24, I'm 25. Not age-wise, time-wise. Recently got back together, he wrote. So let's say it's under a year. Yeah, because if it's under a year, maybe in two years she would, she's going to grow up and be different and might totally. want to. And her opinions might change on what she wants. I think that's the big thing here. Yeah, well, you don't want to move. Exactly. I didn't realize that. Like, you don't want to move in tomorrow. So, like, go have fun for another year or two. Keep she might having change your fun. Mind. Keep and and know that this is a conversation that is a moving, moving target. And don't be a nag. Yeah, don't be a nag about it. But, like, it's going to come up again with with or without you. But if the relationship's moving in the right way, it will, it will come up again. If it's not, you got other things to fucking take care of. Podcast at gmail.com. Lisa Traeger, thank you for coming on. Oh, you do the news without me. No, you're going to do the news now. Oh, I'm, just, okay. I'm just telling everyone to go follow you. At Glitter Cheese, at Glitter Cheese on Twitter and Instagram. Shelby, hit us with some news. Well, it's very apropos that Lisa's here because we do have some porn star news. Oh, good. Amazing. Here we go. Are you aware of the adult film star Kelsey Monroe? No. No, but I'm going to look don't her up know her right work. now. I'll 
give her a goog while we're Google her up. Sitting here. Well, she held a fuck a fan contest that went a little awry. Okay. Went uh, possibly too well. So fuck a fan contest. Are people bidding to fuck you? Like what? How does that? Well, there's lots of different ways. Okay. Because well, Adriana Chechik did a fan blow bang last year or this year. And how'd that go? And basically you like email, you have to buy something or something like that and you get put in a list and then she goes through and picks and she or like you have to send a photo or something like that. Like you, it was just, you don't have to spend money, but then some are, you spend money and you get to fuck me. And, and one lucky fan. Yeah. But she had a blow bang. So it was a few, it was more than one. What do you mean a blow bang? A blow bang is a gang bang, but it's all blow jobs. Oh, thank you. I didn't realize I was with the, you know, the fucking Bonnie and Clyde of porn. That's this, fucking common thing. knowledge. Oh, sorry. Blow I, I had no idea. Okay. So the, this, this girl, Kelsey Moore, what's her deal? Kelsey Monroe. Kelsey Monroe. Give her some respect here. Sorry. Um, I don't know the details of her contest, but she started hooking up with this fan a um, little after they continued after the fuck a fan contest, and she got pregnant by said fan. Oh, really? Wow. So, th- I mean, can you imagine? Are they getting together? She's just having this baby? or Oh, she's tweeted in some now since deleted tweets when the fuck a fan contest went too extreme hashtag be careful hashtag my fellow porn star friends oh yeah i'm back on my premium snaps and took a picture of herself with a pregnant belly she then said kelsey took twitter for the announcement and added yeah that's why i'm pregnant because i was fucking this fan for over a year now yes we dated but at the end of the day he's just a hashtag fanboy parentheses fuck boy in my eyes see the I feel for him because they dated and feel for him. Feel for her. I feel for them. But, you know, what are you feeling for him for? I feel for him because he wanted this idea of someone. He could have he won the contest. He could have just fucked his hero and left. Yeah. He decided to be in a relation or they were if they were loose fucking. That's fine. But like if they ended up dating and then suddenly it got real and he's like, nah, it's like, well, you created you made the fantasy the reality. Yeah. That's true. You did it. You could have yeah. fucked her once. You could have fucked her once and then been on your way and like goodbye. And you then decided to live date with that memory and now forever. You, you want her to stay in this porn star light and she's not. Upon yeah. reading this news at the site Black Sports Online, I did some of my own research. Kelsey does have her, uh, another child in elementary school and she does live in Florida. So this kind of. Well, gives those you. facts don't make it more her fault. Well, if you're in Florida, then I'm not. But if she wants to keep, keep the baby, it's her decision. So yeah. she can't like, I mean, hopefully this dude pays support and is a good dad. I don't it know. It doesn't seem like he's the greatest of dudes with the hashtag fuckboy, fuck the fan thing. The fan thing, that's the thing. Like, if you stay at the table and keep eating cake, you're going to get fat. You know, this guy was like, I'm staying here. This is the greatest thing. This is my dream come true. And now he's fucked. But it, he, I agree with you. He's a, he's made his bed and it's his fault. You better take care of this baby even if you don't love her, but you were pretending for a fucking year. Yeah. Let's do another story. We'll have some bad news for you guys, uh, big travelers. I know you're doing a lot of traveling coming uh, up. Yeah, a lot of traveling. What's going on? A new study from the UK's University of Nottingham found that security trays carry the most germs at an airport. 
the security trays the security that you have you are required to put all your shit in well that's why i put my hat down and i put all my stuff in my hat do you have a move i don't have everything's in a fanny pack so i just put the fanny pack right on the conveyor belt this is the thing with experienced travelers you don't have these issues I, are you a TSA pre? Of course. Of course. Sky priority TSA pre. There is, if you don't have TSA pre, you should be. Don't, don't. Don't tell them to get it. I well, don't need it. They just shouldn't be allowed to look me in the eye. Well, oh my God. I was so, I flew on Labor Day. I flew on Monday. Okay. And the traffic was billed. Like once you got to the airport, I was like, oh fuck, it's Monday. I forgot. You yeah. know, I'm being so stupid. The security line was winding so much. Yeah. It was minimum two hour wait. I'm telling you, it was going wild LaGuardia? places. No, in Seattle. Oh. And I have pre-check and it took me three minutes and it felt amazing. Do, do you know what the thing about pre-check is? It has turned me into an animal. I If someone in front of me in pre-check doesn't fucking move, I, I become audibly upset. Unless there, there's a wheelchair. That's me. I'm the elephant going, move out of the way. Yeah. If you, if you, I've said this a lot of times, there should, TSA Pre should have had an obstacle course that you had to get through in under a certain amount of time to be able to get TSA Pre. Wouldn't no, that be a, a good idea? No, than that. No, it's got, did you watch the movie Up in the Air? Yeah. George Clooney and a yeah, yeah, yeah. one of my favorites. And there's a scene where he like tells her which security line to go into because Asians, they Asian. do business, then they're quicker. Like, why would you go with a family in a car seat? And she's like, that's racist. And it's like, nah. No. If there's, I would rather, I'll be in a longer line without old people. Like, I know what's up. I don't want to be behind car seats. No, I'm spoiled. Like, even Sky Priority, there was a line of six people and only two workers. And I'm like, is this really what's going on? <laughs> but I still only had to wait 10 minutes, I know. maybe. I know. Like, I'm, I'm, I am a, I'm a miserable person. And then the people that are like, ugh, we all are getting on the plane. Who cares? No, no, it's no, like, no, yeah, because you're zone, zone four. Get the fuck away from me. Move the fuck back. Yeah, I care. That's yeah. why. The zone four people that stand in front of the line, they should be... Even zone one. Sky, anyone. Yeah. You know the move. order. Get away. I hate when I'm trying to be polite and not shove towards people. And I'm like, are you Sky? And then they're like, huh? And it's like, why are you standing towards the entrance? And, and, it, and you know what the most insulting part is? They think they're smarter than us. Yeah. They're like, well, I know my number, but like, fuck these people. I'm smarter than all these idiots. No, you're not. You're a dick. We all know the same things. We all know the zones. We know what we're supposed to do. No, but I hate when people complain of like... We're all going to the same place. Or the thing of like, uh, the jokes of like, oh, is it diamond? And I'm flying, nah, 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 nah. What yeah. are all these? I don't understand. It's like, how often are you flying? Three times a year? Yeah, I'm yeah, flying yeah, like yeah. four or five times a month. So yeah, it fucking, no, we deserve it. I, we deserve, we deserve the perks. Th th this, this, is a, this is a capitalistic society. I am so, so loyal to fucking Delta that there was a direct flight to Cleveland, but I took one with a stop to get you my fucking miles. You don't understand what I'm doing with Delta right now. So I'm flying every week. Because I need to get platinum by the end of the year. I'm getting that fucking platinum. I am, I am, I am yeah. so loyal to Delta that there's like four different occasions where I was like, 5 a.m., fine. If it's Delta, I told like I so they book all the flights. I'm going to this game this weekend, Texas A&M Clemson. So they're they're booking all the flights and they're literally and I'm going. They're going well, Amer American. You can leave at 11 a.m. I go don't care. I will fly to Iceland to get to Boston. One from of New York. my dumbest things is um, that I took the 
I didn't know I wasn't as experienced mm. at the time, but to Australia, I took Qantas and then I got American miles, but it's like, I could have gotten, you could have gotten, but that airline is so good. It was a fun experience. Like the sure. seats are giant. Like I was treated so well and you were on Qantas and it was like a two story. It was plane. for the, the, the festival. Yes, but from now plane. on, never again. I like, oh, I took never. Air Canada to Montreal. I was like, what was I thinking? <laughs> no, I need 23,000. I have to pee so bad when we start. That's it. 23,000 miles till December. I don't want to end this though. Is there another it's news over. story or this is it? Do we have another one. But everything on the plane is disgusting. Everything. Everything on the plane everything. is disgusting. Everything. I I don't know where to put my backpacks anymore, the bottom of my shoes cuz I puked on a plane a few weeks ago and what? did you in the bathroom? Yeah. Okay. All three times. Uh but the third time it was just water but I didn't make it I didn't bend down quick enough. Sure. And the puke <laughs> went everywhere on the ground on my legs. And it was this thing of like Ew, the bottom of my shoes are standing on puke. Who else is puked and know. shit here? I, <laughs> no one's washing. I mean, what is this tray table? Who sneezed on it? Whose feet have been here? It's Flying just, and is going to make it me so a much. psychopath. We do it so much. I got so sick much. because of it. Yeah, I peed in the, the bathroom at, uh, on a flight the other day, and like I felt the sprinkles on my leg, and I thought the same exact thing. I was like, I am fucked. This is, this is all going to kill me. Well, Lisa Traeger just ran to the bathroom. Thank you, Lisa. At Glitter Cheese. Go follow her. Go support her. So funny. Go to her shows. What's the hypothetical? She's yelling from the toilet. What's the hypothetical? Oh, you want a hypothetical. This is the end of the news, by the way. This is the end of the news. <laughs> you give us a minute, we'll give you a mile. It sounds like those things. Um... Let's do. Um, did, were you saying this? You might have been the one saying this, but like creating sky miles and points is like the smartest thing the airlines have ever done. Um, I don't think that was me that says it, but I, I live by that. I mean, I'm sitting there being like, like, I look at my Delta app as much as I look at Twitter. Like uh, I'm like staring at it, like thinking it's going to go up. I just keep thinking about the four regional upgrades I'm going to get if I get platinum. What do you mean? You get just like four upgrades immediately that you can do. So like if let's say you do have a red eye to L.A. and you have a big important thing, you can use one of the, these upgrades. Really? You get. And then with them, you can be like, I want it for this flight and they have to give it to you. And then you can be in a flatbed or whatever. I'm about a thousand miles away from flat. From, oh, you're so lucky. From, and I have flights every weekend until the end of the year. You're making it for sure. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, might I'm get diamond. It. Tomorrow I'm going to Houston. You're getting... I'm going to Seattle next week. I wonder how much more you need to get to Diamond. I, um, or maybe you got to put some purchases on that credit card. I'm spending like crazy on it. So I, I know. Mean, uh, let's do this one. Sorry, guys. But this is the thing. That's why it's like all of you who are in zones, whatever, yeah. and you fly once in a while, and you're mad about your line, you don't do this often. Yeah, so but that's why we get perks. When, on Sunday, when you're waking up at your home, then you should hug your pillow a little tighter while I'm hugging the Delta pillow. You know, life but you know sucks. what's crazy? I flew on my birthday um, with the connecting flight, two flights. One, I had the whole road to myself. The other one, no middle seat. And I was like, that's a little birthday treat. That's a nice birthday treat. I already got bumped up to first class for tomorrow. Amazing. I already know. Like, I'm living in first class right now. I have a first class state of mind. Yeah, it's really get, sad once once you get in the lounges and those first class things, and then you don't, and you know that you really do deserve to be there. Not <laughs> getting it is gonna is gonna really because the last I'm three for th my last three. Yeah. W would you rather take LSD and become a hippie and change your lifestyle after experiencing the realizations you come to during your trip 
or follow the system in place now and never really know what it's like to have a liberated consciousness and connection with the earth. I have a liberated consciousness and I have a relationship with the earth. I don't really need LSD. You don't need it to... I don't need a quote-unquote hippie lifestyle. Like, to assume because I didn't do this LSD and live a hippie lifestyle that I don't in my brain know Mm. that the system is fucked and I don't actually adhere to it in any way. (laughs) I mean, I do in some ways. Like, I I shop. (laughs) The best part of that answer is that you got a real, like, <laughs> real attitude with, I am a hippie. Not a hippie. <laughs> I don't think having but a like, free mind. you're like, I don't mind. construct myself to the, to the norms. I wake up when I want. I do what I want. My job is not real. Yeah. Um, it's fair. You make laughs. I make laughs. I lounge. I do what I want most of the time. Um, the only thing I do poorly is I shop. I shop. Mm. I do. I go to bad companies and I buy things, and that's not fair. Shelby, what do you but I don't want to fucking live off the land. No, no, no. I don't want to live. I'm, I'm doing the opposite of living off. The land. I don't want to live off the land. I've been there. I've. I went to all the festivals. I hung out with Burning Man people. They're all in credit card debt. Uh, like it's gross. not real. What do you? Think? It sounds like like a drug question from someone who's never done drugs. Like I yeah. did LSD. I'm not. I didn't make you me did a LSD. Yeah. What did, did you see anything? Any ghosts? Uh, I was like, a, probably a very bad decision. I was like not in a good place, and I was hanging out with an old friend in Brooklyn, mm. and they suddenly like went to a place where I didn't know they were doing this, and they had it in an eyedropper. Okay, I don't know how it even comes. Like, it's usually a little tab. Like okay. Thing, and I uh, did that. They started watching Rugrats because, of course, that's what millennials fucking... Okay. And I was like, I'm not into it. So, like, one in the other room was just laying on my back. And, like, I felt like my teeth were, like, coming, floating out of my mouth, but somehow attached. And, like... This sounds awful. As uh-huh. if my... I don't want anything to do with this. As if, like, my torso was rotated. But I was thinking in my head, like, I know it's not. I know I'm on... But I was still, like, kind of gently feeling, like, my thighs to make sure they were in the right place. This is crazy. I don't need this in my life at all. One I mean, more hypothetical. One more hypothetical. Let's play the music. But... Also on drugs like that, or even when I do Molly sometimes, I like to just sit and be alone and be in my head and experience things. And people are always like, are you okay? And it's like, thank you for being nice, but get the fuck away from me. Mm. Let me do my drugs. <laughs> or like I, le- I went home early Saturday and everyone's like, are you okay? Feel better. I hope you're okay. And I'm like, no, truly is- I'm fine. I just want to like, I don't know. It's fine. Everyone's nice. But I got a hypothetical from my fat ass sociology TA. Amazing. Don't worry, I'm not a pussy. I'm taking sociology for the credits. I'm a sociology major. <laughs> if you could choose any mediocre superpower, what would it be? The ex- this excludes flying, invisibility, mind reading, etc. Personally, I'd like to be able to cut any line without anyone noticing or never needing sleep ever again. That's a big one, though. But I like sleeping. Can you still sleep? Not needing sleep feels like a big... Per- big. Not needing it, but what if you like it? Can you still sleep? I'll let you still sleep. But I don't consider that a superpower, not needing sleep. <laughs> it's like a prison sentence for yeah, some. Yeah, this sounds yeah, like the superpower of someone that's in college. <laughs> <laughs> what would be your mediocre superpower? It, it, I'm sorry, I have to say this. You know I never wanted this to end. Mm. But um, it's so funny. Like When I would watch my parents when I was younger, I'm like, you guys are losers. You just sit and watch TV. Go out. You're dumb. Like 
go party. I, I'll never be a loser like you. And truly, I'm living how they were. <laughs> you've taken on their lifestyle. And they're like senior citizens. But yeah, I love saying it. it's just sure. really funny that age is real. Like, I want to buy plants now. I never thought that would happen. Everything you think you're not going to be that your parents are is going to be you. Not even now. Well, the plant, I don't know. It's just, it's weird. I'm even sure at this if you music were like, festival Mom, I brought you a plant. She'd be like, thank you so much. I've been thinking about plants all week. Yeah, but I've been giving her plants <laughs> well, and flowers. She likes them. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I just think like I like I had this whole thing with, you know, my dad when I went to San Antonio, he called me being like, you should go to the beach in Mexico, you know, during one of the days. And I was like, totally, I should go to the beach. And then I looked at a map and I was like four hours away from Mexico or any beach in general. And I was like, wow, I'm just a, we're the same, we're the same. You know, I was like, totally, I'll go to Mexico. And like, you know, my dad, and I, we're the same level of of everything. You know, there's just no real difference. <laughs> like, I thought Mexico was literally 10 minutes away from San Antonio. Okay, in that way. Texas. No, that yeah. happened to me. I went to Australia, and my friend lived in Dubai. And I was like, well, we're so close. Just fly on down. And it was a 15-hour <laughs> flight for her. 15, that's like saying, you just fly, just fly to, you know, fly to Israel. That's how I felt. Yeah. I was like, we're on the same part. And then she's like, you idiot. <laughs> you idiot. We're in- we're not anywhere close. Because then I was ditching her because I had a crush on someone. And she's like, I flew 15 hours. And I was like, what? She came? Yeah. Oh, my God. This is crazy. Yeah. she came. We're, Well, my, this is a friend of mine. And we met in Scotland. But she lived in Dubai and in London. But she, we, only vis, we only see each other when she's in New York. She visited me in Chicago. We went to Australia and London together. Like, we just. What's your mediocre superpower? You go first. My, oh, well, my, I don't know if this is mediocre. I just don't want calories to count. I want to be thin. That's a great, that's a, that's perfect for this. Yeah, I, I can eat whatever I want and, and not work out. That's the one I want. <laughs> eat whatever I want, not work out. I'm in on and that. And be strong. Strong yeah. and thin. <laughs> I would look good while eating anything I want. That's what I want. Shelby? See every movie early. Every movie early. The, every movie you see before it's in theaters is better than... So how about... I, here's your superpower. Let me improve it for you. Whenever the first teaser trailer comes out, you get to see it. That sounds good. That'll be it. Lisa Traeger, thank that you. That was fun. Out. I'm glad we. I kept I'm pushing it because that was a fun end. We got a good fun ending. At Glitter Cheese, go follow, go support Shelby at Classic Shelb on Twitter and Instagram, Snapchat. Go follow, go support. I'm Jared Free. We're here every episode Tuesdays and Fridays. Keep telling your friends. Boom.